You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We got to recap this Katie Thurston interview on Caitlin Bristow's podcast. I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you've seen it. I just read the recap on Us Weekly to get the quotes because I just don't have time to listen to that long of a podcast, but I do have the exact quote, so I won't be um, misquoting anything in regards to what she said. Got some thoughts on on it, and uh, we'll get to that momentarily along with a few other things involving uh, Bachelor in Paradise. We'll get to those momentarily, but don't forget, this podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve135. Use code realitysteve135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve135. Promo code realitysteve135. And that's $135 off across five boxes plus your first box is free. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, so Katie went on... Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine podcast, and it was kind of a no-holds-barred thing. She talked about a lot of things that I think people had questions about, and I guess the biggest thing to come from it was her finally talking openly about her breakup with John Hersey. She did say that John was the one that broke up with her, and I thought this quote was was really telling, and it kind of goes to show, yet again, What we see on Instagram from couples is just a snapshot, and we really have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Because this quote really stuck with me when she said, she told him at one point, I know more reasons why you don't like me than why you love me, and that's a really shitty feeling, end quote. That's pretty deep, and... You know, when they came out with their 12 days of messy or when Katie did and she announced John, you know, it was one of these things where, again, (laughs) this fan base is so fickle because when Katie did this, the people that defended it were, wow, you know what? John and Katie are probably better for each other than Blake and Katie. He's there in San Diego. Blake's in Canada. I totally get it. John seems like a great guy. Did you see the sentiment after Katie went on that podcast yesterday? It's now, wow, John was kind of a dick. You know, she mentioned the fact that John was really not thrilled that she didn't want to learn surfing. He said, I just really need someone who can join my passions and who wants to watch surf, maybe learn surfing with me. And she went on to say, I look at him and I go, you realize I jumped out of a fucking plane three times to join him in his passions. Eight hours of ground school, all these things to partake in his quote unquote passion. And somehow that was completely ignored. And now we're focused on surfing. At that point, I knew nothing I did was ever going to be good enough. It really was a blessing in disguise. I think I would have stuck it out longer than I should have. So like now I'm in a very good place about it. Then I was probably the saddest I've ever been. End quote. Again. Did any of that really ever come across in Instagram that we saw? No. So it just goes to show, let's not put couples on a pedestal. Let's not say they are couple goals. We don't know anything about them. When John and Katie got together, my issue was just the way it went about, but I knew nothing about their relationship. I never commented commented on their relationship once because I didn't know anything about it. And it was just like, okay, well, they're in a relationship now. Didn't really uh, 
care for the fact of how they announced it, and I don't think a lot of people did either, and Katie ended up apologizing for that shortly thereafter. But here we are. She comes out with this today on Caitlin's podcast, and now the 180 has been done on John Hersey. Really? You know, does it, does it make him the worst human being ever? No, of course it doesn't. But this is the first time we're hearing anything like this. And then, you know, she went on to say that she was in denial at first. Um, and it just it just seemed like this was something that was brewing underneath the surface. And it finally just came to a head where she was like, yeah, I just doesn't seem like anything I do is going to be right. And, you know, um, he she said that, you know, we were such good friends when we first started dating. And I was like, quote, you knew who I was before we dated. So why is it that once we started dating, you started to question like, oh, I need someone who is this. I never said I was that. It just really caught me off guard. And I just really put like all my eggs in one basket with this man. And I don't want to say I regret it because I think every relationship is a lesson, but it was six months crash and burn, end quote. That's some good stuff. I mean, I, I think I appreciate her honesty in this podcast because usually on stuff like this, especially when you're talking about a breakup for the first time publicly, you kind of dance around certain things. You give generic answers. You're kind of vague about things. She basically went into detail about this is exactly why we broke up. I thought we were friends. I thought he knew me better. And then all of a sudden he wants to essentially change me as we're together. I jumped out of a plane three times and then he's like, well, you know, I, I want someone who wants to surf with me. Now, who knows if Brian, uh, Brian, who knows if John is going to respond to this? I'm sure he will in some way. I don't know if he'll go on a podcast and do it, but I hope this isn't some sort of back and forth. She basically said, like, they're not friends, but they're not enemies. She said, I think John wants to be friends and I'm just not in that in that place. So who knows what's going to happen with them going forward. But let's just hope this isn't some bitter back and forth. Because I can see where John might be like, especially on the surfing comment. I, I have a feeling if John's going to respond to this, he's probably going to downplay that and say, like, I didn't care if she watched me surf. I, I, I guarantee he's going to say that. Then it's going to kind of turn into a he said, she said. Because I, I can't believe John's going to be like, yeah, that's bullshit. She didn't want to watch me surf or learn how to surf. Because that's kind of really shallow of him if that's if he really got bothered by the fact that Katie didn't want to watch him surf or learn how to surf with him. Like like she said, I never gave him any inclination when we were friends and before that that I was interested in any anything like that. So we'll see. I thought the Nick stuff was very interesting. Basically she called out Nick for as we know, the whole text situation, um, I mean, this was great. She said, little Miss Natalie is all up in arms over her man, referencing the fact when Natalie read Katie's text to Nick. She decides, and Nick doesn't stop her, to read a text that I had sent Nick, which was about my feelings for Greg back during like when my season was airing. And he reads it or allows her to read it on a podcast, a private text sent to Nick as if some way to like, I don't know, destroy me, who knows. But I stand by everything I said, like she read it. And I was like, I've been saying that. So I don't know what kind of like aha moment you thought that was or whatever. 
But anyway, the reason, ironically, that he is blocked for sharing my fucking text to somebody else. So we, end quote. So we finally got the reason why Katie had Nick blocked in the first place. Apparently another conversation that she had with Nick over text was shared by Nick to somebody else. We don't know what that conversation was, what Katie said in it, or who it was sent to, but clearly Katie found out that Nick shared a screenshot of a conversation to somebody else. Katie found out about it, and then she's like, screw this guy, block him. And she has every right to after that, because that's kind of shitty. In fact, it is shitty. So, Nick Vile sharing a private text conversation that he had with Katie with somebody else, and he got busted for it. Is he going to address this on his podcast? I don't know, but the fact that Katie has now officially called him out on a very popular podcast, is Nick going to let this go, or is he going to admit, yeah, I did, that was shitty of me, which he should, and he should apologize, but I don't know if the word apology is in Nick Vile's vocabulary. So I'm really interested to see how he handles this one. She talks about dating. I think she had a hookup in Mexico after the breakup with um, John. Didn't say who it was. Doesn't matter who it was. What did she say? What was the line? To get over a breakup, to get get under somebody or something like that. Um, yeah, so good for her. Doesn't sound like it was anybody we would know anyway, so what's the point of ever announcing it To uh, in terms of who the person is? Doesn't matter. I think that the, uh, the Greg Grippo stuff was like whatever. She basically said, look, Probably would have been easier for us to have some sort of conversation before we sat down at After the Final Rose, but we didn't, and we've moved on. And what was the other thing here that I wanted to uh, address? She did say that John cares more about what the public thinks, which doesn't really surprise me. Oh, the line about the hookup in Mexico. The best way to get over someone is to get under someone, so apparently that's what she did. And, um, oh, and she has said she's ruled out any Bachelor Nation hookups in the future or dating anybody from Bachelor Nation, which is smart. Look, I know people don't listen to me all the time, but anybody from Bachelor Nation that has ever come to me, I have said, look, you're going to date who you're going to date. And there will be tons of guys in this franchise that are going to slide into your DMs. I have always told everybody I just wouldn't date someone in this franchise. There's too many people out there that are – sending the same messages to multiple women and just seeing who's going to bite. And it's just, you're getting a certain type of person when you're dating within this franchise. Now I understand that it's very easy to relate to them because they went through the same thing that you did this once in a lifetime experience. But I've always told people I wouldn't do it if I were you, but I'm just, this is just my opinion. And time and time again, we've seen people try and date within the franchise and then they get played or they find out they've been dating numerous people from the franchise. So I hope Katie sticks to that. It's it's sound advice by me, I think. Not that I'm giving it to her, but just in general, I've always said that. You ask numerous contestants that I've told that to, but do they listen? Mm, not really, and that's okay, but just want to offer my help in any way I can. So that was Katie breaking it down on Off the Vine podcast. If you want to go listen to that, uh, that's Caitlin's podcast. Moving on to Bachelor in Paradise, just a couple small things here. The spoilers for Bachelor in Paradise have been out for a while. I haven't updated them on anything because there's nothing really to update. I do go over a couple things that are asked in my reader emails this week. If you want to check that out in my column today, that'll be up uh, a couple hours from 
this podcast being released. But a lot of you, in fact, most of you, sent me the picture from Wells and Sarah's wedding this past weekend. There's like three different pictures where you can clearly see that Michael Aleo went to the wedding with Daniel Maltby. And, you know, I, I knew they were together. I told you they were together when they left the show. And I knew they were still dating post-show, but there hadn't been any sort of, I don't know, leak, so to speak. They had been fairly good, I think. I don't follow both of them. I think I just follow Danielle. And I hadn't really been paying attention of, ooh, where's Danielle posting from today? Is Michael there too? But it's clear as day they went to Wells and Sarah's wedding as a couple. And yes, they are still together. Not hiding it very well, to say the least. Couple group photos, couple Instagram stories where it's like, yeah, they're there. So yes, I'm well aware that uh, Danielle and Michael are still together because they went to Wells and Sarah's wedding this past weekend. The other one, I mentioned it in, I can't remember if it was in my column yesterday or Daily Roundup or maybe both, but I'm going to reiterate again. The Johnny Victoria Fuller engagement did happen in Paradise. For those that have been following since July, you already know this, but for those that are new, yes, they did get engaged. I know Johnny said on his hometown date, he doesn't know if he was there yet. Sounds like he's talking about he doesn't know if he was there yet with Gabby. Because if you get engaged two months later, clearly you've gotten there. But as we've said, and for those that don't know this, I'll I'll reiterate it again. Bachelor in Paradise, as silly and campy as it is, and it doesn't take itself nearly as seriously as the Bachelor or the Bachelorette franchise, the one thing about it is... You get to spend way more time with the person that you're into down there than you do on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. We've heard it time and time and time again, lead saying on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, if you add up all the time we spent together on the show, it was maybe 48 to 72 hours total. And then you have to get engaged at the end, expected to get engaged at the end. Bachelor in Paradise, you meet somebody on the first day and you hit it off. You literally talk to them all day, every day. You'll get more one-on-one dates, you'll get an overnight date, but that's the biggest thing. At the end of the day, or even all day long, you're allowed to talk to them and hang out with them and then even go to bed with them every night down in paradise. It's nowhere near that on Bachelor and Bachelorette. So that's why Paradise has produced some couples that have stayed together, that have had children together, and, you know, it, it happens. It can work, for sure. And who knows if it's going to work with Johnny and Victoria? I have no idea. The only other couple that got married, or married, that got engaged were Brandon and Serene, Brandon Jones and Serene Russell. Brandon, who finished second on Michelle's season. Serene Russell, who finished fourth on Clayton's season. They're engaged. But Danielle and Michael, obviously still a couple. Tyler, who we saw get eliminated on his hometown date this past Monday, he is dating Brittany Galvin who was from Matt James' season. We all know her story and the drama that incurred on that season with that. And off the top of my head, I'm forgetting if there was another couple. But it's all in the spoilers. If you go to my website, just go to spoilers at the top of the page, click on Bachelor in Paradise, it'll find you. You'll find it through there. But, yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on. Um, And um, I answer a few more things that are in my reader emails today. So if you want to check that out, that's on realitysteve.com. Had a few of you ask me in regards to my Cafe Du Monde and the beignet comment I made on my Twitter on Monday night during the show and in my column yesterday. 
Some of you said, hey, beignets are not trying to be donuts. Yeah, they are. They really are. They're trying. They're trying their hardest. It's dough and sugar. What else are they trying to be? Not pizza. I mean, I. if it's not going to be a donut, then just I'll just comment on it not being a donut and say a beignet from Café Du Monde of dough and powdered sugar just isn't very tasty to me. It tastes like powdered sugar on dough. <laughs> There's no blend or any sort of thing that makes it. I, I just don't get it. And look, this doesn't mean I hate New Orleans. It doesn't mean I hate the French Quarter. It doesn't mean I hate Bourbon Street. It just means I'm not a fan of the beignets. That's it. So let's not take it any further than that. But if you want to debate whether or not it's trying to be a donut, I can I can hear that. If it's not trying to be a donut, it's not trying to be a donut. But its basis of sugar and dough, okay. I, I What else is it? I don't know. Is it like a is it maybe trying to be a funnel cake? Funnel cake is basically just sugar and dough, right? A smaller funnel cake? But funnel cakes are like heaven. At the fair? Oh gosh. How can you go to a fair and not get a funnel cake? Yes, I know it's just just loaded in calories and pure sugar, but damn tasty. I saw this story that was rather interesting in regards to Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell. Clearly, they've been going strong for a while now, over a year, and probably about, what, 16, 17 months now because he was basically March of April of last year. Um, But anyway, Matt was in attendance at the Big Three Celebrity Game in Atlanta over the weekend, and apparently I I watch the Big Three sometimes on the weekend. I didn't see this. I didn't know Matt was there, but I read the story that on Us Weekly that whoever the announcer was for the game kept saying that Matt was single numerous times during the broadcast. And Rachel, on her Instagram stories, is like, wait, what? <laughs> a good t- She said a good 10 times the announcer said it. I missed this, but kind of a big error to make if you're an announcer and you're claiming a guy is single on a nationally televised broadcast because the big three is on CBS on the weekends. It's put together by Ice Cube. It's a really cool league. I watch it, and I, I, I'm i entertained by basketball, and to see some former athletes get in that, Michael Beasley, Coutinho Mobley, Brian Scalabrini's on the mic, I, I enjoy it. I think it's, you know, it's fun. Players are, you know, a little past their prime. Jason Richardson, former two-time dunk contest champion in the NBA. He's playing in the league. But I didn't realize they did that. And they kept Matt was in attendance and they kept saying he was single. Well, that kind of sucks. I don't know who the announcer was that said that, but probably should take that back, you know? And finally, one last update in regards to my Achilles. You're going to get Achilles stories a lot for the next three months. They're never going to lead off my broadcast. It'll always be on the back end, but if I have anything I feel I want to tell you, I will. Last night, or two nights ago, I slept with nothing on my foot for the first time since I had my surgery. And it was good. You know, I can see my scar now, and it's fairly large. But I I, I feel I'm, I feel it's getting better. And 
But just to be bare like that when you've had a splint on for 12 days, I, I was so nervous to move in bed because I didn't want to like roll over on the ankle or just like what, what position should I put it in? Because it's the splint was always protecting it. Uh, and now it's just bare and out there. And, um, but I was able to manage. I tried to stay in one. I tried to sleep on one side the whole night, but yeah, uh, things are looking better. Showers are still difficult, but I'll get through it. Trust me. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, we are we are done here for the today's 20 minutes, the greatest 20 minutes you'll ever hear in your life. Anyway, um, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Tomorrow, obviously, every Thursday we got two podcasts. Your daily roundup will be up in the morning, and then your regular Thursday podcast, interview podcast, is up tomorrow. Bachelor number four, Bob Guinea. First time as a guest First time I've ever spoken to Bob in my life, had any contact with him. Been DMing him for the last couple weeks. We finally found a time to do it. We recorded it yesterday. It'll run this Thursday. Very fun conversation with Bob Guinea coming out on Thursday. So hope you all like that and are looking forward to that. So without any further ado, let's end this thing right here. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts, and we will talk to you, talk to you tomorrow with yet another Daily Roundup. Talk to you then. See ya!